fiction or non-fiction, tell me, do you think you're able to guess from the title or the cover illustration? Is this a book of poems or a book of information? Tell me, what sort of story do we have today? Look, what is the genre of our book? Today's redemptive tale is from ancient times, long ago, when people did not yet know the true and living God, and they were always trying to explain why the world was the way it was, why people are the way they are. And this is one of those stories. It's named Pandora. Long, long ago, when this old world was very young, there was a child named Epimetheus. He had neither father nor mother, and that he might not be lonely, a little girl, who, like himself, had no father or mother, was sent from a far country to live with him and be his playmate. Her name was Pandora. The first thing that Pandora saw when she entered the cottage where Epimetheus lived was a great box. And almost the first question which she asked was, Epimetheus, what have you in that box? That is a secret, answered Epimetheus, and you must be kind enough not to ask any questions about it. The box was left here to be kept safely, and I do not myself know what it contains. But who gave it to you? asked Pandora. And where did it come from? That is a secret, too, answered Epimetheus. How provoking, exclaimed Pandora, pouting her lip. I wish the great ugly box were out of the way. Oh, come, don't think of it any more, cried Epimetheus. Let us run out of doors and have some nice play with the other children. The children ran out to play, and for a while Pandora forgot all about the box. But when she came back to the cottage, she could not help thinking about it again. Now, in those days, everybody was happy. There was no sorrow or trouble in the world. No one had ever been even a little vexed or troubled about anything, until Pandora began to wonder about the mysterious box. Where can that box have come from? she kept saying to herself and to Epimetheus. And what in the world can be inside it? Always talking about this box, said Epimetheus. I have already told you fifty times over, I do not know what is inside the box. You might open it, said Pandora, and then we could see for ourselves. Pandora, what are you thinking of? exclaimed Epimetheus, and he looked so shocked at the idea of opening a box that had been given to him to take care of that she knew she must never ask that again. Still, she could not help thinking and talking about the box. At least, said she, you could tell me how it came here. It was left at the door, replied Epimetheus, just before you came, by a person who was dressed in an odd kind of cloak. He had a cap that seemed to be made partly of feathers, so 
but it looked as if it had wings. What sort of staff had he? asked Pandora, her eyes wide with interest. Oh, the most curious staff you ever saw, cried Epimetheus. It was like two snakes twisting around a stick and was carved so naturally that at first I thought the snakes were alive. I know him, said Pandora. It was Quicksilver, and he brought me here as well as the box. No doubt he intended it for me, and probably it contains pretty dresses for me to wear, or toys for you and me to play with, or something very nice for us both to eat. Perhaps so, answered Epimetheus, turning away. But until Quicksilver comes back and tells us we may, neither of us has any right to lift the lid of the box. And he went out of the cottage. Oh, what a stupid boy he is, muttered Pandora. Then she stood gazing at the box. She had called it ugly a hundred times, but it was really a very handsome box. It was made of a beautiful dark wood, so highly polished that little Pandora could see her face in it. The edges and corners of the box were wonderfully carved. There were graceful figures of men and women, the prettiest children ever seen seemed to be playing among leaves and flowers. The most beautiful face of all was carved in the center of the lid, with the dark, smooth, polished wood all around it. Pandora had looked at this face a great many times, and it seemed to her that at times it smiled at her, and at other times had a grave look that rather frightened her. The box did not have a lock and key like most boxes, but was tied with a gold cord. There never was a knot so tied. It seemed to have no end and no beginning, but was twisted with so many ins and outs that not even the cleverest fingers could untie it. Pandora kept looking at the knot just to see how it was made. I really believe, she said to herself, that I begin to see how it is tied. Perhaps if I untied it, I could tie it up again. There would be no harm in that. I need not open the box, even if the knot is untied. She took the gold cord in her fingers and looked at it more closely. Then she happened to glance at the face on the lid of the box, and it seemed to be grinning at her. I wonder whether the face is smiling because I'm doing wrong, thought Pandora. I have a good mind to let the old box alone and run away. Just then, by accident, she gave the knot a little twist and the gold cord untwined itself as if by magic. And there was the box, without any fastening. This is the strangest thing I ever knew, said Pandora. What will Epimetheus say, and how can I possibly tie it up again? She tried once or twice, but the knot would not come right. 
It had untied itself so suddenly she could not remember at all how the cord had been twisted together. There was nothing to be done but to let the box remain as it was until Epimetheus should come home. But, said Pandora, when he finds the knot untied, he will know that I have done it. How shall I make him believe that I have not looked into the box? And then the thought came into her head that since he would think she had looked into the box anyway, she might just as well have a little peep. Oh, dear. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think Pandora is going to open that box? Oh, my. Well, I hope you'll join me next time at Redemptive Tales to find out. Tell me what sort of story do we have today?